0: Chris, have you been watching any of Ryan Murphy's other projects that seem to be all over Netflix right now? <laughs> he he has so much going on.
1: I have I have not watched any new stuff from him. I know Dahmer's like the show right now. Have you watched any of it or any other shows? I,
0: I have not watched Dahmer yet. That's probably <laughs> the one I'm most likely to watch. Although the one with Bobby Cannavale came out today which I think is called... I think that's the one's The the Watcher with mm-hmm. Bobby Cannavale and Nomel Watts, um, which I have to say I love Bobby Cannavale and I would watch him in anything, so that's probably actually the one um, I am likely to watch and mix in with American Horror Story. I will say that I am watching The Midnight Club. Are you watching <sighs> The Midnight Club?
1: I just started it last night. I'm two episodes in. That is a great show.
0: I I, I love Mike Flanagan. Yes, me so too. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll watch... I periodically just google to see what's coming next and make sure i'm watching oh, yeah. whatever it is so, i feel like that show's not
1: getting like, as much attention as it should um it's so yeah, good it's not
0: getting much buzz i wonder if it's because he didn't have like normally his shows have somebody who's a little bit of a bigger name in them mm-hmm. and i don't think this season did like he didn't have um last season was like well i guess they're not that big of names i don't know um Yeah, I'm not sure why, but it's, I mean, it's, it's well-reviewed, It does,
1: it does have Heather Langenkamp, who, if anyone remembers, starred in the original Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Is she the one who plays the doctor? Yes.
1: Yep. Uh Ah. Yeah. She's a rock star. Huge fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's a fun one. Man, it's Halloween season. I love it. I know. I
1: was like, (laughs) and fun fact, she ended up marrying, I believe, the um, prosthetics uh, guy from, um, that from Nightmare on Elm Street and other horror films and other films. Yeah. He's a sorry makeup oh, artist is more what a, his job probably is. But
0: yeah, she's cool. Oh wait, so so not the person wearing prosthetics. No, but the one who the designer, the like okay. the,
1: the, the like the behind the scenes guy. Yeah, I was like, she's uh, cool. All
0: right, <laughs>
1: um, real quick. Amazing. Speaking of because it's Halloween season. Are you going to see the new Halloween? Halloween ends comes
0: out this weekend. I uh, probably will see it. May not see it in theaters. I, mean, mm-hmm. I haven't been going. Like, I just haven't been to a theater in a long time. As you know, with a child, it's tough to get out to theaters these days.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Um, I'm, you're uh, you're going
0: to make an expedition.
1: Right? I, I'm to. for sure going. Yeah, I'm for sure going. I'm, gonna, I'm trying <laughs> to plan it Sunday around noon because that's like perfect nap time. So I can leave the house and my wife can
0: watch The Infant at the, at that time. Amazing. Well, you'll have to let me know how it is, not giving too much away. Yep.
1: All right. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Season 11. Holy shit. We're back. <laughs> Shall we get into Let's it? Let's do
0: it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This American Horror Story. An unofficial podcast about the Netflix, or sorry, Netflix, about the <laughs> FX hit show, American Horror Story. I am your host, Tyler Moss, here with my co-host.
1: Chris Houston, Tyler. What? It's not like you haven't been doing this for 11 years.
0: You know, we were just talking about Dahmer and all those, and I think my head was in Netflix, Netflix land. And so, you know, getting a little, a little switched up, a little discombobulated. Wow, everybody. Welcome to season 11. We made it. And... NYC. Uh, I feel like the season kind of sprung up on us, Chris.
1: Yeah, it did. Well, you know, because they didn't advertise when it was going to come out until like three weeks ago. (laughs) So we had no idea.
0: Ryan was too busy with making things to do any advertising until the last minute. I will say that there's been a ton of like all the marketing dropped in like a two week span. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah. You know,
1: I feel like it hasn't been built up as as. As much as previous seasons have been, and, I, and you and I have talked about this when we did our American Horror Stories um, episodes for this podcast, that there's a lot of a lot of shows being juggled right now in the Murphy Productions household. So, you know, maybe American Horror Story is getting a little short end of the of the stick on on some of the advertisement. That it normally would get the the promotion that it would get, and man, they used to be like clues and weird
0: videos, and now we just kind of got your straightforward standard ads. That was just last season. That was just Red Tide where they had the radio station. Loved that. It. Oh, that was fun. Oh, man, what a great what a great part of the season. <laughs> what a great two thirds of a season. Yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I am so excited to talk with you about. uh Me too. This is our preview episode of american horror story nyc which for everyone's reference in case you didn't know premieres next wednesday i thought you were gonna say it stands
1: for new york city
0: (laughs) (laughs) in case you didn't know premieres next wednesday october 19th at 10 p.m eastern uh we will be watching and doing our normal reviews immediately afterward um Mm -hmm. as as much unless something random comes up but we do our best um so That all being said, welcome to any new listeners that are out there, and thank you to our longtime listeners. We are excited to be back with you for a little overview of who we are and what we do. You know, Chris and I have been talking about American Horror Story now for, I mean, 11 years, years. as Chris said. uh, And including American Horror Stories as well. The premise of this podcast, it's pretty laid back, right? We're just having a casual conversation between two fans of the show. Uh, I feel like the show, American Horror Story has been always interesting to me and exciting and that there's a community, there's a fandom around it. We all feel like this kind of communal, I don't know, camaraderie around the show. And we like to share theories and thoughts. Totally. Yeah. Tyler and I
1: love horror films, TV shows in general. And this is how books books.
0: I love horror books. That's, Mm -hmm.
1: that's kind of the impetus for how we started doing this podcast.
0: Yeah, we give, you know, honest opinions, but through the lens of fans. And we try not to take ourselves too seriously, and we hope you don't either. But we're thrilled to have you here, whether you're, again, um, been around the block with us for a while or are new to this season. Um, As always, you can check us out on Facebook.com slash This American Horror Story, where we, uh, you know, drop comments when episodes are coming out. We have a little bit of a kind of theory sharing and everything like that in the comments section and posts um you can dm us with your thoughts and questions or you can email us with those things at this American Story at gmail.com we like to bring uh listener theories on the air and discuss them ourselves and other kind of observations that sometimes we miss because a lot of times there's easter eggs in these shows right mm-hmm. uh and always we appreciate it when you rate us and review us on whatever your preferred podcast platform um Man, before we go in, uh, well, first of all, uh, you wanted to talk about something we might be trying that's new this season. Chris, do you want to tease what we've been thinking?
1: Yes. You all are uh, invited to join us on YouTube for at least for the first episode next week um, or for the first episode of this season, um, AHS NYC, uh, because we're going to record our actual podcast and we are going to put it up on YouTube for um, anyone who wants to see what we're doing <laughs> while we talk to each other uh, or just to, you know, engage with us that way. Because I know for um, research wise that a lot of people download us on the podcast apps and listen to us on Spotify. But YouTube is also a big um, location for People who digest podcasts, and we want to make sure that if, you, if that's your thing, and we've been making you go to this other direction to listen to us, um, we want you to find us on YouTube too. Uh, we are not YouTube type people. We are not like wild and crazy. I'm I'm doing a great job selling this, Tyler. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll we're gonna put this video up of our conversation of uh, the episode one podcast uh, next week at some point as well so you can try to join us there and tell us what you think if it's really hard we probably won't do it again if you guys love it and you want more of it we'll figure it out and we'll try to keep going
0: we'll see how it goes oh yeah i mean it's gonna be pretty unpolished folks but i think that's all right as long as you're okay with it we are too so <laughs>
1: we'll have to clean up our background actually tyler's background is always pretty impeccable mine's I don't know about that. a little gross
0: Oh, please. Yeah, everyone will get
1: to see my autographed Steph Curry jersey in the back.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> you can see my, my office is where we're at. Uh, before we dive into our preview of this uh, season, Chris, we always, before we really dive into the meat of any se- any episode, really, um, we have a little toast for the evening. This is, uh, especially these days, for the real American Horror Stories, our opportunity in the, at night to kind of chill and have it at uh, I'd say it's a happy hour, but it's more like a um, yeah after dinner drinks situation. Yeah. Uh, I think the fancy people would say like a digestif. Mm. Mm. That sounds
1: delicious. But I am having <laughs> a glass of small lot Mendocino County Parducci is the wine uh, label Merlot.
0: Ooh, that sounds fancy. It paired delicious. well
1: with my dinner this evening. Uh, what are you having, Tyler?
0: I am having an old fashioned, mm. a little bourbon, a little. Um, bitters i've got some habanero bitters that make it a little spicy that's pretty tasty so you know i'm feeling a little toasty it's rainy outside it's in that fall vibe which is my favorite so uh pretty soon i gotta be buying myself some cider but i'm enjoying this right now
1: have you tried that negroni slog thing that everyone's talking about that the game of thrones or the house of the dragon um uh act actors were talking about it's gone like viral you haven't oh my gosh and you're a negroni guy yeah okay i'll send it to you i can't believe
0: you haven't haven't seen that yet even npr did a whole piece on it (laughs) i i am like out out of the pop culture loop at the minute i'm like still trying to finish stranger things so you know okay well (laughs) uh well but i am plugged (laughs) into season 11 american horror story so let's talk about this a little bit um Here's what we know going in, Chris, and I want you mm-hmm. to. Well, I'll talk you through it. See what you say. First of all, I'm going to start obvious. It's taking place in New York City. <laughs> um, that is the premise of this season, for better or worse, um, and it's taking place. I think uh, is the 70s, right? Is what we've. I read heard. 70s, 70s 80s. to 80s. Hmm. Um, because I think as we even go into oh in in, in the 80s yeah because as we move into even um, they've already. Put out, I think most of the names of the episodes. In the last two episodes, it even has the like the date in the 80s in the name. We'll go into those in a little bit. Um, we also know that some filming took place on Fire Island, so it's not entirely in New York City itself. It could be in the surrounding areas a little bit. Uh, the official synopsis for this season says that in the season, mysterious deaths and disappearances ramp up in the city. Meanwhile, a doctor makes a frightening discovery, and a local reporter becomes tomorrow's headline.
1: um Um, so
0: i don't know some interesting stuff to dig into there what uh when you heard that this was going to be the season premise what thoughts came to mind for you
1: i thought um love a good murder mystery so i'm into that idea a serial killer kind of tired of that uh but you know you kind of need some big bad haunting throughout the season um i'm interested in the time period i think that's a really ripe time to tell some really some interesting um topical uh uh cultural issues that were going on at the time in retrospect and painting it in the light of what we know now I, i'm being vague about that but um, cause I know we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, and I, but then I was also fearful <laughs> in a way that because there's so many stories, so many shows coming out of Ryan Murphy productions that I was hoping that this one would not wouldn't be too, you know, third tier and, you know, all the good stories are going to some of the other shows or the good ideas are going to other shows. I wanted this, I want American Horror Story still to receive and put together a really solid story. Um, and, and we don't know yet, but that I, I have that fear. So what did you think? Were you into it?
0: No, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, I feel like, um, yeah, I, I agree with you this. I I feel like the seventies in general, um, is an interesting time to be thinking and talking about serial killers. Um, I'm trying to remember when, did you watch the show Mindhunter? Um, I watched the first season. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah and it was, it, it reminds me of like some of this time period. Cause I think actually one of the, um, yeah, one of the, the characters that, um, the main character in, in Mindhunter interviews. So Mindhunter, for those who don't remember, it was, a, was a Netflix series that only ran two seasons, but the premise was, it was like the beginning of, um, kind of the psychological study of serial killers. Uh, and it starred Jonathan Groff, mm-hmm um and a ryan murphy staple yeah and i forget the other guy's name too um but it was a great i thought it was a it it was an intriguing show and it was all about kind of how these cops would go around and interview these serial killers and one of them was son of sam who we'll talk about in a little bit who was a serial killer in new york in the 70s and so it it is a really ripe time for like people were starting like I don't know. Really starting to, to grasp and try to understand the the serial killer psyche, I think. And mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of crime was pretty rampant in a lot of places. There was a lot of unrest in the country, and so I don't know. There there could be fertile ground there to talk about. I do think it's an interesting time period. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of expanded kind of context for this season. We also know. That uh, kind of the core of the story is going to center around a group of LGBTQ individuals who are targeted by a serial killer. So again, we know it's serial killer. Um, we'll be interesting to see, you know, if it's a kind of slasher situation. Um, what exactly or like these murders are going to crime look like. thriller or
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll the, yeah, whatever the tone is or the atmosphere of it, it'll be interesting to see because we've seen a lot of I I well, I mean, we there's one thing we can
0: guarantee there'll there'll probably be some camp in it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And it'll also include some other relevant themes of the time. You know, they're going to delve into. It sounds like the AIDS crisis. They're going to delve into the MIC blackout, and uh, some famous New York City killers, including, I would imagine, Son of Sam, but maybe some others too. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, And then, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of promotional images on Instagram and other places. Uh, Those images have been pretty. BDSM heavy, a lot of like red and black, a lot of leather. Some of it kind of reminds me a little bit of like murder house and rubber man vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. Um, interesting. Um, less, um, again, we, we just had less visuals or fewer visuals I feel like than than promoting it than we have had in the past, but the ones we did have were very BDSM.
0: Mm hmm. There's been a lot of talk about I mean, the show's been described in some interesting ways by Ryan Murphy, by um, John Landgraf, who runs FX as kind of being. I think the words that you've, you've it as like a season like no other has been one of the catchphrases of, of this season, the deadliest season in the show's history. Um, it seems like a little bit of an odd. I mean, it seems like they're promising a lot by by framing it that way. How have you interpreted what that means? So I took
1: season as like a summer like uh or the fall or the spring like a season like that mm, and less okay. less of the season i i know that the storyline is going to jump around and someone was interviewed and said this is a simple season we're doing one storyline but in but we'll jump around in the years I'm like a oh, fucking course you're going to jump
0: around in the
1: years cuz we got to do that cuz it's american horror story but um i took season as maybe a reference toward season of of sam you know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, we they also could be just literally referencing the season of AHS NYC.
0: Yeah. Hard to say. They could be, I mean, maybe it's a double entendre. We're not entirely mm-hmm. sure. Um, so they've also released some other things in advance. For instance, we know episode one is written by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. And then we kind of have an assortment of other writers for the, f- other, the rest of the episodes in um, the kind of, f- First few, I think Brian Murphy's only credit right now is is episode one. I think as far as writing. he's a busy man. He is. Brad Falchuk comes back writing episode three with our friend Manny Cotto, uh who carried Wolf. a lot of weight on his back in Stories. Um, American Horror Stories this season, including both the best episodes and the worst episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we'll
1: see what happens. I like that. Which
0: many are we gonna get? Yeah,
1: I like. I like that he's paired with Brad, though. That that bodes well for. uh, And also, it's one of the earlier episodes. And as we know, American Horror Story tends to have a front-loaded, great, um, uh, front-loaded, front-loaded, great episodes, Uh, and then you know halfway through is typically when it tends to fall apart
0: hmm We also have a couple episodes written uh by Charlie Carver, who is a new actor on this season. Uh been in a number of different things. We'll talk more about it later, but um I think Yeah, I didn't know probably, he was a writer. Probably most Ryan Murphy folks like you know, American Horror Story folks might most know him as being an actor on Ratchet, um, with Sarah Paulson. And so that's interesting. I didn't know he was a writer either, so that'll be a fun one to talk about. Mm-hmm. It. Um, so, uh, we have, okay, let's see. There's going to be 10 episodes this season. Okay. I'm not sure if they're a break or not match up with the Thanksgiving holiday. We'll have to see about that. I can't imagine. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll get an episode on
1: the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
0: Seems, seems like not a great idea in terms of planning. So we'll see about that. Um, we'll have to look at a calendar and see where that puts us. But episode one is called Something's Coming. That one already has a description out. Uh, Mysterious deaths and disappearances ramp up in the city. A doctor makes a frightening discovery and a local reporter becomes tomorrow's headline. I think we already even talked about that a little bit. Um, Then there's a couple other descriptions I'm not even going to really go into because it's like we don't know what they mean yet. Yeah. Um, But episode two is called Thank You for Your Service. I think episode three is right now called Smoke Signals. Then there's Blackout, Bad Fortune, The Body, Sentinel, Fire Island requiem part one that's requiem 1981 slash 1987 part one and then requiem part two are our season finale. so two-parter for our season finale it seems i wonder if those will be stacked you know if it'll be a two oh, yeah. in a row or not interesting. interesting
1: well if they go one by one and we don't have any breaks then we will end on december 21st mm, right
0: right before. time for the holidays yeah. that's interesting huh Yeah, we'll we'll see. I guess we'll see. So let's talk a little bit about the returning. Ah, My favorite part. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say probably the names The there's probably three names as I look at this list that are like the most uh, American Horns like American Horror Story mainstay staples. Uh, The first one being, of course, Dennis O'Hare. Yeah, yeah, yeah um he's playing a character named henry have you seen the promotional photos of dennis o'hare's character i have
1: and what does he look like
0: uh nothing like him nothing like <laughs> really him. he's got a lot of he's got a lot of makeup and prosthetics it looks like going on which is kind of fun um i i hope as people are watching it's one of those things where they're like is that dennis o'hare <laughs> <laughs> um but that's i mean dennis o'hare was our played our favorite character from the season of american horror stories and i think the episode called the dollhouse so obviously always a huge fan always love seeing dennis um zachary quinto is back playing the character of sam uh excited to see zachary back finally returning i love it he's great it's been a about yeah and billy lord uh is back Yay. as a character named hannah we always love billy lord
1: also a new mom and i think pregnant
0: again yeah, good for her good for her then we've got uh, Patty Lupone is back mm-hmm. this season playing a character named Kathy. People remember Patty Lupone was in Coven. Uh, and then we have Sandra Bernhard uh, as Fran. Sandra played um, a character in Apocalypse. Uh, Isaac Powell, who people remember just from last season, was a character in Death Valley, um, one of the the teenagers. I think he was a uh, boyfriend of Nico Greedham in that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his character's named Theo. Leslie Grossman's back as Barbara, so I guess that'd be another kind of more American horror story. Yeah, she's th- yeah, she's
1: in that, she's mm-hmm. in every season last few. I feel like
0: she has been. I feel like you and I've talked about feeling like sometimes the, her characters feel pretty similar.
1: She she has um, a she has a very you know specific style that she does, and you know it's it's funny and it works. So we'll see how it
0: goes this time. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I like her. <laughs> mm-hmm then we've got some of these other names like rebecca diane who um uh, p- people will remember from death valley as the housewife who basically gets inhabited by the aliens um she also played a character in the more recent season of american horror stories uh oh yeah so she's back who is she in stories again remind me Ooh, she was in the episode where the woman gets the plastic surgery she played the doctor oh
1: yes Day. yep um yes um
0: that episode was called. With Judith Light, facelift. Yeah,
1: yeah, facelift. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was good. Yeah. She's, um, yeah, she was good.
0: Yeah, so excited to have her. Uh, there's been word that Nico Greedum is back, although I he has not been featured in any of the promotional materials that I've seen thus far. I don't know if you've seen him in anything. I there's have been not. a lot of character posters. I'll say that overall, there's been like a lot of people announced and a lot of. So it'll be interesting to see like who the real. Core cast is versus cameos, right? Um, but Nico Greedham again was in Death Valley, he was in both seasons of American Horror Stories, so he's becoming more of a um, Ryan Murphy staple, too. And then Dot Marie Jones is coming back for this season. Um, I
1: love, I their, love Dot.
0: Their role was pretty, um, pretty small in Death, sorry, uh, in Red Tide, played State Trooper. Um, in just I think one episode toward the end And so it'll be interesting to see if they have a larger role In this particular And I,
1: I feel like I said this last season But Dot Marie Jones also known as Coach Beast from Glee Who um, had a very yeah. prominent role uh, in that show right, As exactly. one of the teachers co- slash coach at McKinley High School
0: Hmm. So that's our returning cast uh, I don't know what's your vibe from, from looking at that list I mean
1: Cool I, I I like all these people. I think I'm, you know, excited to see Zachary back. Um, and I like I said, I like Dot. Uh, the rest of them, oh, and Dennis O'Hare, of course. Um, the rest of them I feel like are kind of the new cast. Although Patty Lupone was in Coven, so she she was in you know season three. But um, I don't. know. Everyone else is interesting, and every single person, uh. Well, I don't know about Rebecca Diane, but um uh, or Dion um fits the the three-prong Ryan Murphy hiring uh test, which is are you either a queer actor, uh, a theater person
0: or a nepotism baby? <laughs> <laughs> um i am excited i have a feeling zachary quinto is probably going to be our lead this season i kind of hope he is i do too um we'll see if that's true but that's kind of where my mind is going when i look at this cast list you know what i mean yeah
1: and also i should say when i say queer I also mean like like people that um are kind of like iconic in the queer community like mm-hmm. sandra bernard is you know she's she's a comedian she's hilarious and and an ally and, and definitely looked upon as, you know, a really hilarious, awesome person. So I think I'm excited to see what Sandra Bernard does.
0: Ah, Sandra Bernard. I say Sandra Bernhard. I say oh. such a tool. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, thanks for correcting me. <laughs> um, and then we have our new cast members, which I don't have a huge list of those. There's probably more coming out. It seems like there's more coming out each minute. Um, but let's talk about a few of them. I feel like a lot of these folks I don't know that well. Um, but I'll talk about a couple I do, but first off, so Joe Mantello, uh, was from, in from the, the show Hollywood, which I think was another Ryan Murphy show from a few years back. Right. Um, and is playing Gino, according to a couple of the episode descriptions, this Gino character is a pretty big role. So it was interesting that I didn't have any familiarity with him. I didn't know if you did.
1: I do not know Joe at all. Um, but yeah. he did work on Broadway. So,
0: well, there you go. Um, then there's Charlie Carver, who we mentioned previously, too, uh, was on Ratchet, but also on shows like The Leftovers. It was on Desperate Housewives, apparently. Oh, yeah. He was character. he was the
1: older twins uh, that Lynette had. Yeah. The grown up uh-huh. versions okay. of, of her twins. And also, I do remember him in The Leftovers. I think the, he, him, he him and his brother were both in that, too. I think they were only in season one, possibly, though. That was a good
0: show. I I thought The left, I mean, I read the book and I really liked the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but he plays a character called Adam in the season. Uh, Then Russell Tovey. Yeah. uh, He's British actor. Uh, He's been on, he was on the show looking, but he's also been on the HBO show. He was uh, years and years. Um, I've seen him in a PBS show. I really enjoyed called flesh and blood. He was on a Hulu show called the sister. I think Russell Tovey is a very underrated actor in the U S he's a pretty big deal in the UK. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, He's playing a character called Patrick. I've loved him in everything I've seen him in up until now. I think he could be, for me, a potential Dark Horse for Best Newcomer.
1: Oh, 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 yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, no, he's he's great. I'm very excited that he's in this. That's a big name to get for for American Horror Story.
0: Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Kyle Beltran, uh, who is from the show Inventing Anna, which is not one I watched, but it's one I've heard great things about. Um, is playing a character in this season called Morris. Then this is a really recent one, Cal Penn, who you may remember as Kumar and Harold and Kumar or uh, in the TV show House, which he left the TV show House, his character, I believe in the show House, they write him off by having him commit suicide because he was going to go join the Obama administration. That's right. Which is kind of a fascinating thing. Yeah, he's Uh, been in
1: politics for a while.
0: Yeah, uh, he's playing a character named Mac Marzara. So that's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. And last one I have on here is an actress named Sis uh, from the show, the last OG is playing a character named Dunaway. I don't know much about sis, so nor do I. Yeah. But I'm excited to find out that's kind of our, our, um, our newbies roll call. Yeah. Our roll call for this season. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about inspirations for this season. Um, I already talked about son of Sam. Um, son of Sam is a nickname. The real serial killer's name was David Berkowitz. Uh, a little bit of background, he was a postal employee who killed six people and wounded seven others um, in the in New York City during the 70s. He unleashed a mash of panic in the city, targeting single women and couples. He got the name Son of Sam after leaving a note at a crime scene, which included the phrase, I am a monster, I am the son of Sam. So pretty creepy. Um, that's I have to imagine, like we said, I, that could be. And so I didn't know this. Was that period called the Season of Sam? I, I think so. OK, so I think that could be I didn't realize that was a reference, so that could very well be the. or I just made it up. up. it sounds cool if it is. So I like it. <laughs> um, and the other one is it just got the other reference just recently got dropped to talk to us about cruising.
1: Yeah, cruising is a film. It, it was in 1980s, a crime thriller, and it stars Al Pacino as a, um, a police officer, and he is investigating the serial killer in New York who's targeting gay men. And as the uh, investigator, he goes undercover because he looks like the demographic of the targets of the serial killer. And he goes undercover into like the BDSM scene um, to kind of lure the killer or try to figure out what's going on and who this killer is. Um at the time, it, it was not very well received by uh, the queer community. Uh, they were protesting it and thought it gave uh, the gay community bad rap and the, and uh, uh, tied them to violence. Um, but then recently, it's kind of been looked reassessed and looked back a little more fondly uh, as a pivotal queer film in the um lexicon of what has happened in like the 70s and 80s it's a much more softer acceptance of that film these days um i have not seen it yet i know you're gonna ask me that but that is my homework before next week i'm going to watch that movie
0: you know what? I haven't seen it either, so maybe I'll add it to my list as well. Yes. Um, but it sounds we'll pretty
1: f- close to what the uh, <laughs> the premise is for for our new season of American Horror Story. Um, hopefully, it won't be too derivative, but
0: but but yeah, hopefully, it'll be a a uh, tasteful homage. Yeah, is what I'm hoping for. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get a little uh, Pacino cameo. You know, who oh. whoa? <laughs> oh God. Um, Also, it'll be interesting to see if we have one of our actors play son of Sam. You know, we've got Evan Peters off playing Dahmer. Who's going to be Sam? I don't think we have anybody who's named Sam right now in our credits, but maybe it'll be like Nico Greenham doesn't have a character name yet. Maybe it'll be him. Mm. We'll see. Uh, So that'll be interesting too. Those are, I mean, those are a couple of the inspirations I think we pulled so far. Um, But otherwise, I don't. There hasn't been enough information dropped, I think, to really. I don't know. Give me too much more insight on my end. I don't know if you have anything else that came to mind for you.
1: Not really. This is, this is, I feel like the most bare bones we've been given before a season. Um, frankly.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So let's end this episode with a couple of things. Uh, let's go kind of go through our, our round of questions that we kind of ask before we dive into each season. First okay. one being, um, talk to me about your biggest excitements and biggest concerns for this season from what you know so far.
1: Biggest excitement, I love the era that this is taking place in. We haven't really dabbled in this time frame um, in the 70s and 80s that I can remember in American Horror Story, so I'm really stoked about that. Um, One thing that American Horror Story generally does pretty well is the costuming and the set pieces, uh, um, which I wish they would spend a a little bit more money to American Horror Stories (laughs) with that budget, but I'm excited about the time frame of when this is happening. The era is very cool. Um, it's, and as we said, there's a lot of things that we can talk about. Hopefully the, everything is done tastefully. So that might be a fear. Um, I'm very excited about the new cast. Uh, you mentioned Russell Toby earlier. We talked about him. Very excited that he's involved in this. Cal Penn, really cool to see him acting uh, and doing something again. Uh, so the new cast gets me excited as well. And our returning cast, Peruge you know, happy to see them. Uh, hopefully they have stuff to work with and we don't get any... Um, Kyle's from coven, uh, characters that just kind of are not great and not fun and doesn't service the actors. Uh, well, Mm -hmm. do you, so concern wise, um, the usual concerns, it's going to start strong and pitter out, um, concerns that some topics are handled or mishandled, uh, and not done tastefully. Of course, uh, concerns that, do we need 10 episodes or would this have been better as a seven or eight episode uh, story? And then again, the ending, I'm always concerned about the ending as are you. I know this The endings often just go crazy, fall flat and do something completely ridiculous that characters wouldn't do. Um, I'm hoping that this is done more in the American crime story where it just tells a great beginning to end um, narrative. What are your biggest thoughts? Uh, what are you most excited about and what are you most concerned about?
0: I mean, you voiced a lot of it. I'll add to it by saying I think one of my biggest excitements will be the – I want to talk just about like the the setting of New York City in the 70s, not just it being the 70s, but it being New York City in the 70s. I feel like one of the things we liked the best about last season, specifically in Red Tide, was that we really felt like – um we were transported to p town uh in the off season and like the setting was a character something we talked about quite often i feel like you know new york in the 70s is a very specific type of place uh, it was a specific place in time and so i feel like i'm looking for that gritty uh new york personality the city being kind of sc- like kind of a scary character like part of the horror you know what i mean absolutely um, I, so i think that'll be interesting
1: do you, sidebar do you like um, New York City
0: Yes I do like New York City I love New York City in fact Me too you, Oh
1: uh, my god I'm I love New York I yeah I think New York's fantastic It's one of the cities that I never lived in But at least when I was in I mean you're close to it fairly now But when I was living in DC I would take the bus up to New York Every couple of weeks And just go hang out with my friends up there And I, I, I love New York So I'm very excited to be in New York for this
0: Same here Between New York and LA I'm a New York person Yeah Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, in terms of biggest concerns, you voiced a lot of them already. I think what I would add to it is kind of what you hinted at previously—that there's a Ryan Murphy has a lot of projects happening, and I just hope that it doesn't seem like you know American Horror Story is like pushed to the back burner to kind of just be like a you know reliable thing that doesn't need much attention. I mean, it is in some ways, but like you know, it deserves a little attention. Um, and I think the other piece too I was going to say is. You know, clearly we're dealing with real historical events that, like, um, were pretty dark and pretty impactful for people, uh, you know, for the LGBTQ community. Um, we talked about things being handled tastefully. I could also, and I, not that they wouldn't be handled tastefully, but we know Ryan Murphy and his shows sometimes have a tendency to, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like be too on the nose with some of the political messaging to the point that it makes yeah. it ineffective. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to a certain extent, I hope we just do justice to the story that's happening in the 70s and that in itself will be a powerful message rather than like trying to draw a connection somehow to like modern day or something like that, right? Like, yeah. Let's let the let's let the story of the period speak for itself is what I'm hoping for. Um, you already talked about, I think, you know most exciting return character most actor most exciting newcomer is there anything you'd add there you kind of mentioned it in your previous excitement and concerns
1: no um i did have another thought though about other just this is backtracking really quickly but you know i i hope this is more of a oh a well thought out story and not necessarily like Jason takes Manhattan, which also takes place in New York. I was trying to think of all the movies, the horror movies that I know that take place in New York City. Jason takes Manhattan was the first one I thought of, which I love that shit. Like I love Friday the 13th movies. um, And that one is so silly and ridiculous, but it's so campy and honored now because of that campiness that I'm just curious to see if this gets treated like a campy flasher Jason Voorhees on the rooftop, punch like going to battle with this boxer and then punches his head off. Spoiler alert, that happens. But it's so <laughs> cool and iconic now. Um, or if it's more of a like thriller with horror in it, like seven, let's say. Um a love. I, I would love it if it went that way, but I'm not expecting it. So I have concerns about that. Um, so and then along those lines, a question I have that I forgot to ask you earlier is. Do you think we'll have some supernatural elements in this season?
0: Good question. I haven't seen anything in what I like what we've heard about it thus far. That leads me to believe we will. And um, it's part of me that hopes we don't, I think. Uh, I mean, but I don't know. know, I, I don't I would say no. But how about you?
1: I hope not, because it sounds like it's like like, again, the 70s grittiness feels like that would be that just doesn't fit for it. Um, another New York uh, horror movie is Rosemary's Baby, which we talk about all the time for other episodes and and seasons. But um, there's like a cult aspect of that one and sort of supernatural, but not like ghosts are popping up and all this you know and people died and then they come back to life that's more of like oh you had a baby from the from satan or whatever so i'm okay with like a, a little gentle supernatural but not you know not going into roanoke let's say where it's just like fucking ghosts everywhere
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know if we need it um but well you know
1: i mean we'll i see yeah we'll see.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. As far as my favorite, yeah, I, I most excited newcomer, it's Russell Tovey. Most, yeah. I think, returning cast, I'm most excited about. Uh, I already talked about Zachary Quinto, but I'm going to say Patty Lupone, too. I'm yeah. excited to have Patty Lupone back. I think that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to throw in Dot Marie Jones just because I think Dot's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: and I, I, oh, I, I yeah. added a new I added one. one. I,
1: yeah. So yeah. we know that American Horror Story is this huge universe now because everything's connected. We've seen crossover uh, characters show up and visit other characters. I'm thinking of um, uh, Billy from uh, Murder House and, oh my god, why am I blanking on Sarah Paulson's first character's name? Billy. Oh.
0: Billy Dean. Billy um, Dean.
1: Thank you. And then she mm -hmm. shows up in Hotel um, and then uh and then obviously we've got um Apocalypse have having mo- like revisiting Billy, Billy, Billy Dean Howard. Billy Dean Howard, I thank the you. Last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm curious question for you. With the seventies and eighties taking place in New York City, do you see any crossover potential of other seasons that may we may see some intersection?
0: Mm, man, my mind's getting muddled thinking about it. I was trying to think if, like, we don't have a lot of things that go around this timeline.
1: I mean, we do have the 1984, which we could, there's, I guess, potential there because of the serial killer. I mean, if we see Ramirez again, I'll be kind of annoyed. But, um, but, and then we also mm-hmm. have, I guess, we have, um, Briarcliff in the 60s. That's... So if someone's, around long enough that they can pop into new york city i'm just curious if there's what the crossover potential is and i listeners y'all you guys know this stuff real well so please let us know what you think could be
0: potential crossover here well i was trying to think of um freak show too mm-hmm. if there was any i'm trying to remember what time period that was it was earlier than the i think it was earlier than the 70s was it 60s or 50s right it was a little bit before um we got to this point and i guess man um who else could it potentially be i don't know we'd have to think about i mean lana winters is obviously a journalist um but i don't yeah yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to hear what people think yeah
1: yeah freak show i think is like more 60s 70s 50s 60s 70s but yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there will be. I wonder there's probably a character from somewhere who said at one point they were from New York City and now we're just not thinking of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Someone will surface of it. it we'll surface it. It'll be great. But um
1: Okay, last question. You know, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go for it.
1: Last question. Um, who do you miss out of this cast that you would like to show up? And you can't say Jessica Lang. Sorry. Like from, from previous seasons, who would you like to be to come back?
0: And it can just be any actor? Any um, of the actors at all. From a previous season? Oh, well, I mean, I'm trying to think of people who I've always just loved seeing. I mean, you can't say Um, Frances
1: Conroy either, because we always say we love her too much, too. I do love Frances
0: Conroy. Um, You know, both Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett come to mind as just being people I love to see in whatever season they're in. Kathy
1: Bates, yeah.
0: Angela Um, Bassett. uh,
1: Angela Bassett would be great in the 70s in New York. She's too busy with Wakanda, though. She's 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 moved on.
0: <laughs> she's she's. I mean, she's, she's busy stuff going on. Um, I mean, Gaga coming back would be kind of fun. Oh, uh, so.
1: oh, for New York. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. That would be really great.
0: So that would be an idea. I mean, it'd be fitting too. I don't know. That could be a fun cameo. Yeah. You, All right. Who, who, who for you? you I, it it, it was gonna be
1: Angela Bassett for sure. It was gonna be Angela okay. Bassett. Maybe it's just because I just watched the trailer for uh, Wakanda Forever, and she Ramonda is just she's so cool. Uh, obviously, Evan Peters will be cool. <laughs> like, great to see him. And I, I, and I do think maybe, Emma maybe Roberts, he'll be
0: back. Maybe he'll be back. I think yeah. maybe he'll be back as Senna Sam, and he's just gonna be like kind of on the serial killer circuit, you yeah. know what I mean? Um I did hear Emma Roberts said she's her phone lines are open for this season. Oh so cool. Who knows? Maybe I think like she, she'll be popping back. She too. she
1: like she she kind of reads very New York actressy type person and she plays a specific type of character too. Um the other person, because um we just saw him in red tide, Finn Wittrock, uh he did such a good job in, um, in that season. In that season that it'd be cool to see him too.
0: Dylan McDermott, oh man, there's there's seasons in two. We t- could t- just t- go t- through the whole list and be like, yes, we, yes, we yes. could go on for forever. Yeah, yeah man, well, I'd be curious who others want to see come back too. Like who are we, who who would like, who would you shout out loud if you saw them just suddenly appear on the screen without knowing yes. they were coming? You know what I mean? I want to, I want to hear who those people are. Um, and finally, Chris. Okay. Okay, yeah, so at the end of every at the end of every season, obviously we <laughs> rank where the season sits for us among other seasons, and we re- revisit at the beginning of every season to see if it's changed. Uh, I want to know if last season double feature um, changed at all for you in your memory. Um, to you, where where does it sit in your hierarchy of American horror story when you think about it? Because um, we we made it so we couldn't split apart. Right now. We were forced to look at them together
1: that really ruins it it's like when you have a you know a group project and someone just and then you put all your pieces together again and someone just didn't do their piece um it has not changed but i don't remember how i ranked it did i rank rank it last
0: it wasn't last do you want me to tell you your
1: rankings tell me what my rankings were well Tell me what my rankings were and then I'll tell you if it changed or not. I, I'm pretty sure it did not change. If anything, it would maybe fell it fell lower, if anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Sadly. Your order is from the end of last season. Yes. Asylum. Asylum. Murder Do House. Yeah. Roanoke. Yep. Hotel? No, Kevin. Now, there's enough seasons now that you might just like you might just forget. You had had 1984.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had
0: 1984, Coven, Hotel, Cult, then Double Feature, Freak Show, ending on Apocalypse. Ooh, I think I'm right. I think I'm
1: sticking with that. Freak Show was second
0: to last. Freak show second to last.
1: Every time I think of like I need to reevaluate Freak Show, I remember all those horrible musical performances that just bogged the story down. Um because you and I theorized because uh name game in, in Asylum was just so great that they're like, Let's do this every episode. And I'm like, No, we don't need that. <laughs> um yeah. Apocalypse definitely sucked. Um I don't know. I wish I could like do ties all the way, like all the way down. Like um, I, I think if anything, but freak show did have some good stuff. I'm getting much more nostalgic in my age, in my fatherhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think, I think I'm sick with it. I'm okay with it. I'm sticking so, with
0: it. Uh, I will say that, I, you know, looking at my rankings, um, first of all, let me give credit where credit's due. Thanks to Josh, um, who. Keeps track of our has kept track of all of our scores from past seasons. It's put them in a, bridge, a spreadsheet for us. Uh, even allows us to see how we ordered them in our minds versus how we ranked them with Josh. Actual you numbers. rock. So this is this is pretty incredible. We can revisit it. Um, but 1980 or sorry, Freak Show has bubbled up in my mind over time. Double feature for me. I uh, was a little bit more favorable toward, and I think I weighted it a lot more toward Red Tide than Death Valley. So I had it Murder House, Asylum, Roanoke double feature, Coven hotel freak show 1984 apocalypse and cult um man and for me that holds i feel like that holds true i feel like i remember disliking cult by the end of cult the most in my memory of anything Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm more yeah i feel like more nostalgic toward freak show um i remember all the richard ramirez stuff really dragged 1984 down in the end it did it was kind Uh, of stupid yeah, Hotel Co- I mean, those are all great seasons, man. Wow. Um, hmm. Roanoke is the one where I'm always like, I feel like I don't remember it as well as some. Oh, Shine Jackson is another one who'd be fun to have come back. Oh yeah. Um, man, yeah, I think I stick with it too. Um, it'll be very curious to see where NYC slots into all this. Anything else uh, on your mind before we sign off for this week and get ready for episode number one?
1: I am so excited. I'm so ready.
0: We've been waiting for it for a little bit more than a year now, I think. Last season premiered, I want to say, end of September or something. So we're a little bit later this year. um, Probably to stagger the Ryan Murphy projects to a certain extent. Um, But hey, I'm here for it. We have 10 episodes. They're coming next week uh, with the first one. So we are thrilled to see you all there. Chris, where between now and then can people find you out on the interwebs?
1: I will be on Instagram and Twitter, at Chris Husted, at Chris Husted, Chris with a K. What about I'm, you, Tyler?
0: I'm more or less on those platforms, too, although, man, my social media presence has, like, atrophied over time. Um, so I'm sorry for that. I, You know, I'm not very active. But, you know, every so often I try to post a cool travel photo or something like that.
1: But we do go on Facebook and read everything y'all post on Facebook and comment in there with you guys, so...
0: And try to respond to every email, too. So that's where more you can find us. And thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, you can check us out on Facebook.com slash Story or email us at Story at gmail.com. Um, and with that being said, we're thrilled to see you next uh, Wednesday. I guess we'll be probably, our episode going live on Thursday after something's coming. So everyone have a great week. Until then, happy hauntings.